Namaskar, Dadaji. Namaskar. I'm here with Dada Yogananda. Dada, tell us how you first got involved with the Nanda Marga. What motivated you to get initiated? Okay. Um, it was, I guess, a couple of years before I was initiated. I had a couple of, you can say, mystical experiences, one of them being a, like an outer body experience. And then I started to really feel dissatisfied with my life at that time. Um, around that time, I moved to Malta. And um, this is where I met Anandamaga. I first met Didiananda Ruchira, and um, she introduced me to Maya Acharya. And I remember telling people I was, you know, searching for something more meaningful. And somebody once said that, you know, you're looking for perfection. And um, I guess in the way I found it, um, I didn't realize at that time that it, it, it existed. So um, when I met my Acharya, I got initiation straight away and I, I moved into the Jogati and, and I was living with him for, for a few months before going to India. Right. And um, what happened uh, after that? What was the next? After that? Stage? Yeah. So we went to India and I was um, staying in Anandanagar. And that's when I got the, the realization that I wanted to become an Acharya. Um, I remember seeing one elderly Magi. I was sitting outside central office waiting for my Acharya. And I was observing one elderly Magi just sitting there alone. In the meantime, all these Acharyas were going up and down, Acharyas of all ages. And I was just thinking about what would be my life in the future. And, um, and I had you know, been living with several Acharyas in India before that. And I started to really become attracted to this lifestyle. And so that's when I, I took that decision that this is what I wanted to do. So after going back to Turkey and Greece, uh, I couldn't take LFT training because in that time in Cairo sector, there was no LFT trainer. So um, I came back to India and I lived in Anandagar for several months with uh, uh, our PP Dada, Acharya Vishwadevanandaji, who was at that time working with Gurukul in, uh, and he's staying in one of the college hostels. So I was living with him. Uh, I used to go with Dada Chidgayananda uh, to these tantra pits and on the riverside doing meditation and talking with him every day. So I, I became very inspired. I was enjoying you know, those experiences with these senior acharyas. And then one day I decided, okay, the time has come. Uh, I want to go. And, and I decided I didn't want, want to go back to the Europe. I wanted to stay in Asia. So um, I requested if I could do my training in, um, in Davao. And, and then I went to Davao a few months later and we were doing some, um, yeah, some some fundraising for the the training center, and there were some problems. So it turns out that I had to actually go to India and do most of my training there. And yeah, I did actually my, all my training in in Varanasi, all my exams in Benares. 
What was that like? Uh, it was, yeah, it was a very interesting. That's when my life really took a turn, my spiritual life, because until that point, uh, you know, when in, you were ma new Magi in those days, everybody was asking you if you had seen Baba. This is, you know, 92. And so, you know, when again and again you're getting asked, you know, have you seen Baba, have you seen Baba? Then some complexes coming in your mind because you feel that, oh, I missed that opportunity, you know, to have Baba's physical, you know, uh, satsang. And... Um, and so it was only really when I went to Varanasi uh, that I was able to overcome that, that complex because what happened was soon after arriving in the training center, I met one Magi brother who was, uh, I mean, he was from a Magi family. Uh, he came to the training center and um, he basically helped me to transform or you can say he introduced me to another level or in my meditation. It's like he introduced me to, to Baba in a way because my, my meditation totally transformed. I mean, this brother was, and even until now, I consider him one of the greatest devotees I've ever met. Um, I've never met anybody who loved Baba more than, you know, he, he does or he did. And... Um, I started to have very intense experiences in meditation. And it is that time that really my complexes disappeared because I, I no longer felt that, you know, that you know, I missed that opportunity to see Baba because I was actually experiencing him in meditation. I had, you know, very intense experiences of, you know, feeling Baba's presence. And, um, you know, it was like I was, so close and I was about to burst, you know, it was just so such an intense vibration. Even in, in Kirtan, I remember in the Panchajanya, just doing uh, dancing Kirtan and my hands straight up like this and I couldn't move. Uh, I was just, just in that bhav, in that, that ideation that I'm with Baba. And um, it was a very beautiful experience. And it's actually at that time that I actually lost any other desire you know i only wanted to be with baba i didn't want anything else in my life and um can you say was, the brother's yeah, name very, say again can you the brother's us? name i prefer not to say uh but just to keep his privacy okay. um but basically he left the training center uh soon after um you know this interaction with him and um he told me that he, that was really the only reason he came to Trinity Center. Uh, he didn't know why he had come until, you know, he met with me and we started to communicate and, and you know, we went on many walks in the gardens and he told me so many things. So it's, you know, I, I had very intimate experiences, which are difficult to explain, um, but it yeah, is at that time we really... Yeah, I went from that experience of, or that, that feeling of like attraction for Baba and then falling in love with Baba. And um, it was, yeah, something that, that blew my mind at the time. You know, I couldn't believe that these experiences were possible. And um, by Can his grace, I continued. 
Can you explain how you're feeling physically when you're having this uh, uh, um, experience? Yeah, I mean, physically, it's, it's basically, I mean, there are different experiences. Sometimes, you know, you're just, tears are coming. Um, you know, even singing Kirtan, I just, sometimes I can hardly sing because I'm, I'm you know, crying so much. And um, so, yeah, th there are, you know, different, you know, experiences are there, but one of them is that, you know, feeling of, of, kind of separation, that pain of separation and feeling that intense, you know, desire to be one with him. And it's, it's like you're, you're, you have a tremendous energy which is passing through you and you feel you're going to burst with that energy. And so, yeah, it, it was in a way disturbing to begin with because I wasn't used to it. And, you know, the, sometimes sounds would come, you know, hmm, and you know my my head will go back and and things like that. But over time, I I was able to to channelize that that you know vibration those vibrations, and you know to internalize. And um, yeah, it's it's been you know as I say, it transformed my life basically. Um, my my whole spiritual life was transformed from that moment onwards. Right. So um, you did your training. Where did you? What happened after that? So after my training, as I said, that in training center, I lost any desire to be to really remain as an acharya or to become an acharya. Uh, I only just wanted to be one with Baba. So uh, I was posted in New York sector, um, RS Seattle, and. Um, I was only in, in my posting for a few months and I just felt I couldn't adjust. You know, I was in a, in a culture which, um, you know, which is really a culture shock for me after being in Asia for a couple of years. And as I say, I, I didn't have that desire to, to work at an acharya. I just wanted to do meditation. So I, I went to, to India and uh, I stayed with uh, some Magi families and I was doing a lot of meditation. Uh, so I did this for a, a couple of years. And then the, you know, the feeling came that really I'm being selfish and I'm just doing meditation. And I went to uh, Calcutta. I met with Dada Devatmananda. And you know, he asked me what you were doing. I'd known him when I was in Umagi in, in India, my Acharya and, and he were very good friends. And um, he, he said, you know, why don't you come and work, you know, in Nairobi sector, you know, do some service. So I became very inspired at that idea. And of course, I was exocharya, so somehow he had to manage, you know, getting permission from central office and he got permission. And I went, so I was in Uganda for two and a half years. And um, after that, the SS at that time, I think it was Sumitananda, um, either Sumitananda or, or Kripamayananda. So they wanted me to go for retraining in, in uh, Ghana, in East, West Africa, but central office, they preferred that I did retraining in Varanasi. So I went uh, to Benares, I think it was towards the end of 1990, sorry, 2001. And 
I was at that time Dada Chidanandaji was office secretary and he had been my trainer in, in Davao. So I was there for a few months. I was expecting I had to do all of the, the training all over again, but after a couple of months, he said, okay, you, you come out, you can go to central office. So when then I was posted as RS Tokyo in 2002, after that I was to, in Mongolia. Before you go on to that, can you say a bit what it was like working in Africa? Yeah, it was, it was one of my best experiences as an Acharya. Um, as I said, we had a, a beautiful mass unit in the forest in, um, in Uganda and it's still there today. We had about, about 20 acres and we had a, a, a primary school with about two, 300 children. Uh, I started a clinic there and we had a, a farm. We started a dairy farm. So, you know, you're living with intense poverty, you know, you're experiencing every single day living amongst, you know, the, some of the poorest people in the world, and they could hardly afford to even eat, you know, two main meals a day. And so it was tremendously demanding because you, you feel that obligation that you have to work very hard to, to, to do what you can to uplift you know, their standard of living. So as I say, we were, Bauer's Grace, we could open a clinic in the village. And, um, you know, we were giving almost free education to the, the children. And it was, yeah, tremendously rewarding, you know, whilst being very hardworking. It was, you know, the, the people there were so humble and they were so positive, you know, even though they would you know, surrounded by poverty and, you know, people dying of diseases, etc. But somehow they were always able to see the bright side. Um, so it was really one of my best experiences as a worker. Yeah. Right. And uh, Ananda Marga there, was that uh, very strong or was it just starting? No, in East Africa, there are very few Margis. Um, most of the Margis are either in West or South Africa. And so, um, you know, we do a lot of service in East Africa, but there are very few Magis. Um, I don't know what it is, the culture, you know, they're very strong in, in Christianity or Islam, but um, yeah, there's tr tremendous opportunity to do service, but not so easy to create Magis. There were some Magis. Um, the headmaster of the school was a very strong Magi, he still is today. Uh, I had a FaceTime call with him a couple of years ago. So he's still there working there after many years. So then you got posted to um, Taiwan, was it? Japan. Japan. Yeah, no, from, from there to Japan. So it's huge culture clash, clash again, because, you know, you're going from the, one of the poorest to the richest countries and a completely different culture. Uh, so I was there for three years and, um, and then I was transferred to Ares Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia. Uh, and I stayed there for four years. So again, a, a, a quite a, a poor country. And then I was given a sectorial posting, um, a MERC coordinator, and then I was made acting office secretary. And then I came to Taiwan 2009. And from 2010, I've been working here at Ananda Suruchi, our sectorial mass unit. So I'm, I'm sectoral office secretary, I'm assistant, uh, acting uh, sectoral rector, uh, acting RS uh, Taipei and acting uh, PRS also. So, um, 
Yeah, I'm very blessed to be in a very beautiful Mashinet with very dedicated Magis. And, you know, we have a lot of uh, prachar programs, you know, detox retreats, meditation, yoga retreats. And we have a, a very active organic farm here. So it's a very beautiful place to work and very inspiring. So I, I'm tremendously blessed in that regard. There's quite a few Magis there as well, aren't they? In Taiwan, yes, yeah. So in our retreats, uh, our sectoral conference, we have, you know, two to three hundred, yeah, at least 200 Magis attending nowadays. So, um, yeah, it's a very inspiring place. Taiwan is very blessed. It's quite unique in, in Northeast Asia because, you know, you go to Japan and Korea and Hong Kong and that, you know, spirituality is not as you know, prevalent as it is in Taiwan. There's, there is a strong spiritual... Uh, vibration here. You can feel it when you arrive. And, and of course, Baba came here in 1979. So, yeah, Taiwanese Mark is a very dedicated, devoted, and um, yes, yeah, it is a, a, a wonderful place. You know, once you adjust to the culture, uh, it is a wonderful place to work. Is there anything you'd like to finish off with? I just want to say to those, you know, Magis or Acharyas who did not get the opportunity to, to see Baba physically, that really there is nothing to be concerned about because Baba is, is here with us at this moment. And, you know, every time we sit for meditation, we have an opportunity to have his satsang. And um, so, you know, we don't need to have any complex in our minds. Um, you know, those who had that were fortunate to be with Baba physically, they are very fortunate, no doubt. And they had very, you know, special samskara. But uh, we are also very fortunate because, as I say, we have that opportunity, you know, to, to enjoy Baba's uh, presence and Baba's satsang and Baba's loving embrace. And, um, you know, it, we just have to, to make that effort. And he's there waiting with his arms open for us. Thank you. Thank you. Namaskar, Dadaji. Namaskar.